Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Thanks for joining me again on Facebook Live. We've got a lot to talk about. I always feel like I run out of time. We had a fun morning. If you missed the show this morning, we had our computer system misfiring, so uh, you got to hear a lot more of me. Although I will say, uh, I am looking forward to Dan Zaro's return. I'm clearly not a weather guy, uh, but our condolences out to Dan and his wife, Amy, on the passing of his father-in-law, uh, who passed last week. Dan was going to be on vacation this week anyway, but if you get a chance, you can just uh, look up Dan Zaro on Facebook, and you can express your condolences for his family's loss uh, at his Facebook page. All right, so um, today I won't be able to share it with you on the website because, as I said, the system is down, but I had a great conversation with Eric Trump. Uh, Eric is um, President Trump's son, and he is now uh, leading the Trump organization as his uh, dad uh, runs for re-election as president. And, you know, he joined me. It was an interesting conversation I had with him because I got to talk a little bit about why President Trump is running for re-election, what he hopes to accomplish, and what it means for New Jersey. And bottom line is this. Look, if you're if you're tired of your taxes being too high, if you think that the media has unfairly characterized coronavirus as something that we warranted a complete and total economic shutdown, a total shutdown of civil liberties, then Trump is certainly not your guy. But if you know that the media has been lying to us, that we should have never shut down the economy from the beginning, that 15 days to stop the spread, which the president declared on March 16th, should have ended as it would have if we had normal people in charge in New Jersey, uh, would have ended on April 1st. There were so many things we could have done in this state to protect our businesses, protect our families. But here we are. You know, uh, Tom Varga, how can, you, how can you predict a bad flu in coronavirus 2 season when everybody's wearing masks, social distancing, and washing hands more? Um, because the masks aren't helping anyone. That's why, Tom. Uh, Tom, it's nonsense to think that the masks are helping anyone. First of all, the cloth mask allows 97% of the particles to pass through. 97%. So you got a bandana on your face and you're walking around to comply with these stupid rules. Uh, you're not helping anybody. Your surgical mask allows half of the droplets and the particles to go through. So you're not helping anybody. That's why medical doctors and nurses who are being honest, not the political hacks that work with Fauci, but the real ones will tell you it has to come with a complete PPE system. Otherwise, you're not protecting yourself. Why do you think so many medical professionals and cops got sick with COVID? It's because they were in a highly infectious area, concentrated, and your cloth mask isn't doing anything for you. That's why. So social distance could be the norm forever, but we are not Chinese communist slaves, are we? We're Americans. We are not here to follow the arbitrary orders of a government that is hell-bent on capitalizing on your fear and ignorance. We've got to fight back. Uh, Gordon Mayer, we need to vote in person. Gordon, no kidding. Thank you, Marilyn. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I am here fighting mad for you and with you. I was talking about it with my wife the other day about this voting, you know, mailing and votes and social distance and 25% of the gyms. I have managed because I've worked hard. I've worked hard my whole life, and I know you have too. Decades of hard work and just, just sacrificing at every turn. You sometimes miss the kids' parties and the events and other things that you want to do. You miss the vacations because you got to work and put that time in to invest in the future of your family. And I'm in a spot now where... Yes, I can pull back from certain things. I don't need to go out and do certain things that would require me to wear a mask. So it would be very easy to just stop talking about this altogether and say, yeah, whatever, I'm not wearing a mask, you do you. 
But I don't believe that's the right thing to do. I believe every once in a while in American history, people come along and God has given them an opportunity to speak out on behalf of the rest of the folks to stand up for those that don't have a voice. And I've taken my lead from guys like Congressman Chris Smith. Chris Smith doesn't need this. Chris Smith, who is a U.S. congressman in the 4th District of New Jersey, could absolutely retire tomorrow, but he doesn't. Why? Why does he work around the clock? Because he believes in you. He's a man of faith. He believes his that God put him here and gave him this opportunity to fight for something substantive. I believe that too. Look, it's by accident that I'm even in the media business. You know that. I got here by accident. I had no radio experience whatsoever. The only reason I have this mic is that I have a mission, and that mission is to stand up for people that don't have a voice, and that's what I'm doing. It's why it doesn't make sense for me to run for governor in 2021, and I appreciate all the uh, the pundits out there and the talking heads that think, ooh, that's the big rumor. That's why I decided to stay off social media. Not true. Not really. No, actually, I got off social media for Lent, believe it or not, and it was a nice break, but the reality is I got back on social media because it is a great outlet to get my articles out and get the facts out, and through this whole COVID scam, and yes, it's a scam, it was six weeks of an actual potential health crisis that preyed on people who were vulnerable and had the governors in New York, New Jersey, Michigan, and California not thrust sick people in with otherwise healthy old people who were compromised Thousands of people's lives would have been saved. Suzanne Brown, should we be getting a flu shot? I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you that. Um, but I will tell you this. I am not getting a flu shot this year. I am, never, I am probably never getting a flu shot again. I am not going to be complicit with the medical establishment raking us over the coals and taking our money. And if you don't think you're paying for it, think again. That free flu shot, somebody's subsidizing. What do you think? The big hospitals in New Jersey and New York are going to produce all this stuff. Big pharma, biotech. You think they're producing this stuff for free? Follow the money. The COVID testing alone is $150 a test, up to $1,500 for a rapid test because you have to comply with some ridiculous BS rule from some state that you somehow need to go vacation in. That's on you. I say don't do it. I'm not taking a COVID test. I'm not taking the vaccine. I'm done with the flu shot. It's time to just push back. You know what? I'm old enough to say, I've lived long enough to say that I've got an immune system. It works. I'm healthy. At some point when I'm not healthy, I hope that there's a governor in this state that if I'm in a nursing home, they don't put sick people in that are going to kill me faster than I would have died anyway. Uh, Will Veniskovsky, do you think after November this suddenly disappears? Yes, Will. Yes. If Trump gets reelected, we'll be on to the next uh, Russia hoax conspiracy nonsense. If Biden wins, it's going to be, thank God we masked up and socially distanced and wrecked our kids' future and spiked suicides, domestic abuse, and attacks on cops. It all worked because we are coronavirus free. Yes, it's going to end in November. Uh, Laura Lametto Pardo, please explain how these schools are not open because of low staffing. Uh, yes, so Laura, Laura asks a great question. Why are the schools not opening? It's very simple. The New Jersey Education Association, one of the worst, awful group of people that I have ever interacted with. I'm talking about not just the group. The people are bad. Let me say that again. You who represent the NJEA, you're a bad, low-down, disgusting person who is literally taking away people's livelihoods. The NJEA is fanning the flames of panic, saying that teachers are at risk going back to school. That is a blatant lie. No, they are not. As a matter of fact, the schools in places like Sweden, where the schools stayed open the entire time, infection rates 
were lower, four times as low, as a matter of fact, compared to places where there was a lockdown. Now, think about that for a minute. Kids, basically, by and large, other than 34 kids, God forbid, that died, they all had comorbidities in America, but only 34 compared to 200 in the last flu season. So think about that for a minute. Kids are largely unaffected by coronavirus. Young, healthy people are almost not affected. There were less, fewer than 5% of all the deaths, even all the fake deaths and the, the propaganda and the padded numbers under the age of 44. So unless you are older, and compromised with at least two to three comorbidities, you're not going to die from coronavirus. But the NJEA is using that, and as a result, as a result, 240 working-class families now have a breadwinner out of work. School bus drivers, janitors. This is just in the Tom's River School District alone. It is disgusting, and shame on the superintendent for blaming the governor on this. It's not the governor. It's the NJEA. Mike Scott, by suggesting the virus disappears in November, you're saying you don't think it killed 180,000 people. Well, first of all, Mike, it didn't kill 180,000 people. 94% of the 157,000 people listed by the CDC, not 180, so stop puffing the numbers for your own agenda. The reality is 157,000 people listed as of August 19th who have died with coronavirus, COVID-19, 94% had two and a half other comorbidities like cancer. So what am I saying? coronavirus was never as deadly as they said. We shut down the goddamn country because they projected 2 million deaths. And you and I both know that was a lie from go. We lost 160,000 people, 94% of which died from something other than COVID-19. They happened to die with coronavirus. There is a difference. We should have never shut down the country. The schools should be back. And if you wonder why I'm a little edgy and why I'm a little mad, it's because my heart is breaking right now for the bus drivers, the janitors, the special ed teachers, and the special needs families that are going to suffer tremendously, both financially, emotionally, and, and spiritually through the next few months because nobody has their back. Nobody cares about the guy that came to this country and is cleaning toilets, sending money back home because he's barely making ends meet. And now these arrogant superintendents want to sit and point the finger on funding. It's not about that. Get the teachers back to work. I'll tell you this. I'm not running for governor, but if I were governor, I would stop every dollar from going to the pension payments to the corrupt NJEA, squeeze them and fire every teacher that doesn't show back at work. Period. End of sentence. Prove the point. Fight the battle. Someone needs to speak for us. Who is it? I haven't seen a candidate yet. Have you? We'll talk about it. Follow me on Twitter at Bill Spadia. Go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. And I will see you tomorrow morning on the air, 6 a.m. Don't miss it.